You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. I know there's a rumor kind of going around, and so I just want to take a minute to kind of put it to rest. I am, in fact, entering the John Paul II culinary cook-off gumbo competition against all the priests in our diocese. Um, yes, this is my first year doing it. Um, this is a fundraiser for JPG, uh, but representing St. Pius, I'm going in to take the win. Uh, of course, they were saying, you know, first place uh, gets a certain percentage back, and then they said second place gets this percentage, third place, and I said stop right there. I have, I don't care at all what second and third place get because I've never entered something to lose. Uh, I'm going for first place and that's it. Uh, early voting has now started. I mean, look, one dollar equals one vote, okay? Uh, there's a link going around on like Facegram or, you know, Insta book or whatever you kids are on nowadays, um, go and vote. Or if you don't vote for me, you are not allowed to vote for any other priest, including Father Bordelong. Uh, that's against the rules. Uh, the date is December the 10th. Actually, Father Brady entered it a few years ago and won it all. He didn't cook it. Uh, but he's he won it, and so me and him kind of had a heart-to-heart and he said, if I don't win first place, I'm not living here anymore. So, whether I win or not, I guess I'll know if you actually like me. Um, yeah, no, it's a fun event. Um, I'm happy to, to do it. Uh, that's, my, that's my spiel. I never said I'd use a homily for my own personal gain. Life kind of, you know, gets at you. <laughs> okay. Now the readings. Um, you know, as we kind of go along the year, this is the end of the liturgical year. Uh, of course, next week we celebrate Christ the King, but Advent begins the new liturgical cycle. And so with the end of the liturgical year, the readings reflect Christ's preaching about the end of the world the end of the world, the end of the liturgical cycle. Our first reading, our gospel, talk about that. St. Paul writes about how we should act so that when it comes, we're ready. For instance, in our gospel, the people were gathering in the Jewish temple and they were saying about how beautiful it was. And they were right. The Jewish temple was mesmerizing, gorgeous. You can read about it in the Old Testament, how God gave specific instructions on how to build it. And it was magnificent. For the Jewish people, as it is for the Catholic people, the Jewish temple represented the world. It was a little microcosm of the universe. So for instance, the sanctuary or the, the holy of holies represented heaven. The nave where the people gathered represented the land. The veil, the one that was ripped when our Lord gave up his spirit on the cross. The four colors of the veil represented the four elements of the earth. 
The seven branch lampstand, the menorah, represented the seven known planets in the universe at the time. And then, of course, the 12 loaves of bread of presents represented the 12 months of the year. And so the Jewish people, foreshadowing the Catholic Church, the temple was much more than just a building where people gathered. It was the house of God where the divine broke through to the mundane, where people went and saw the supernatural in their very natural lives. So when Jesus predicts the destruction of the temple, that actually did happen in 70 AD, but in our reading, he goes much deeper. Him predicting the, the destruction of the Jewish temple he was talking about the end of the world. Of course, we know this, the particular and the general judgment. This particular judgment is whenever I die, that I am judged by Christ, that at the very moment of death, not a moment to waste, I'm put before Christ, the high priest, and my life is put in a balance. The scales are weighed. And he will give me my just reward, whether heaven or hell. That there's nothing hidden from God. This particular judgment happens with each individual at the very moment of their death. That I am judged by Christ the just judge. On the flip side, the general judgment. The general judgment happens at the second coming of Christ, where he will judge all peoples. We'll say in just a little bit, in our Apostles' Creed at the end, that Christ ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. And those who are at his coming are still alive, or those that have already gone on to their reward, they will regain their bodies. Similar to how Christ, whenever he rose that Easter morning and he had his resurrected body, so will we. In heaven, my glories will be multiplied because I'll have my body. In hell, our torments will be multiplied as we'll have our body, the body and the soul linked together. So when Jesus says that by our endurance, our patience and our perseverance, our souls will be saved, he says not a hair on your head will be destroyed. He cannot mean that to be true literally. I mean, just to be honest, over time, the hair on my head is destroyed. I'm just kind of naturally falls out. So he can't mean that literally. Our Lord is talking about our resurrected body in heaven, not our earthly body here doomed to die. You know, I was praying about it. 
about what judgment will be like. I think, you know, it'll be kind of like getting stopped by the cops, right? No, it's never expected. And you get nervous. But God's not going to ask you what kind of car you drive. He doesn't care about the titles we hold in this life, in our businesses, whatever they may be. He's not impressed with that or disappointed with it. But our Lord will ask, how well did we drive? Did we obey the laws? Were we a good Catholic with the life that God gave us? Did you persevere in righteousness even when persecutions and difficulties came your way? Did you persevere in the Catholic faith even when persecutions and difficulties came your way? Did you steadily hold on to your cross? And so maybe you won't live to see the end of the world and the general judgment, just like every generation before us. But you will live to see the end of your world. We will all die. And at the end, we will see Jesus and immediately be judged by him. Sacrifice something to follow Jesus. Because at the end of our very short time here, I can't think of a better way to end this life than to begin the next one with the one who loved us the whole time. God's love is unconditional. Make sure that yours is too.